0: reality the podcast for anyone who wants to turn their dream life into reality my name talia louise and i'm an actor and model and someone who is persistent on being my own best life coach everyone these days wants to be a life coach for everyone else but what about yourself that's why i've brought in the best spiritual life coach i know with 30 years experience pauline seaton for the next six weeks we're going to talk about living the best life and being accountable for yourself from career, relationships, self-talk, finance, habits, values, and more. So thank you, Pauline, for joining me. Now, as exciting as this all sounds, for someone whom this is all very new, it can be quite overwhelming. So let's jump in, tell us a bit about you and your experience.
1: Thank you, Talia. Um, I started my personal growth journey over 40 years ago. I had some very challenging times in my early teens. My parents separated, breaking the family system, and by 15, I was having a baby. Wow, that's early. Mm. Certainly was a lot of where my lessons have come from. Um, I was a single mother with no life skills or awareness to guide me on my journey forward. My partner was only 16 at the time, so myself and him were both children. Mm. No life experience, no skills, having no idea really about being parents. Um, I found that I started to look for something to help me because I was just lost. In my 20s, I found a course called PET, which was Parent Effectiveness Training. This course was fabulous in showing me and teaching me how to be a better parent, some skills I could use as a parent, and then also showing me a lot of areas that I wanted to work on further in my own life to better me, to make me have a more functional life.
0: Wow, that sounds like a great course. I mean, even for people that are actually, you know, an adult to having children. I mean, at school, you're not really taught to be a parent or to be a friend or anything like that. So it does sound like a great course, especially at being at such a young
1: age. It was. It was fabulous. It taught me so much. And this is what put me on my personal quest to find myself. I started to look for as much as I could to help me change. So I studied many, many modalities over the years. So from there, what, what, where did you go next? What okay. courses did you complete? Okay, not in any order, but just randomly. Um, the Australian Counselling College Certificate, Level 3-4, I completed that over an eight-month period. Spiritual Iridology, a lot of you most probably haven't heard of that. It's about reading the iris, but it's around your emotions. It covers the mental, emotional, physical and spiritual aspects. And it's what your iris actually says about you.
0: Oh, Interesting. So what, you can like look in my eye and tell you can read what's going on inside me or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, really?
1: I can actually, when I'm out and about and i talking to people or at lunch, I'm always looking into their irises and they kind of look and go, what are you doing? And then I'll say, oh. And maybe I'll bring out something that I've seen in there and ask them a question. Do you feel this or do you feel that? And they go, how would you know that? It's amazing what your iris actually shows you. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, so the next one that I went on to do as a family system the family system and the roles we play it's the system we're born into and it's who we are become today the family system was so important for me because when I had a baby at such a young age learning the family system gave me some real understanding about patterns and how it was always going to happen to one of us until you break patterns the pattern seems to continue down families. So I actually learned about my family system, broke a pattern and stopped my girls from living any of the experiences that I had experienced from my past genes and genetics.
0: And from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, Pauline, the family systems kind of teach you, you about like the relationships you then attract in your later in
1: your life. So like your partner or friends and things like that. Yeah, well, when you go deeper into it, it teaches you that, you know, your mother and father come together because of an energy. It's lessons that they're learning. It's not what you look like like we think. You know, when you look at someone and go, oh, geez, I'm really attracted to him. It's really an energy you're attracted to. And that energy is usually from the past. So you'll find your parents are attracted through an energy. Your relationships with your partners are attracted through an energy. And if that's been a harmonious background family system, then it's quite functional. But if it's been a pretty disharmonious one, you're going to come up against lots of obstacles until you look at them and clear them. Yeah, wow. One of the main workshops that I did was the maze therapy that I still use on all my clients today, 20 years after learning this therapy. It covers upsets and triggers. It's about what's buried in your subconscious and what is buried gets triggered off by one of the five senses. So I'll give you an example. Just say, tell you had a car accident mm-hmm. and you had a feeling in that car accident of shock when you hit somebody and the decision was, I'm an idiot. Okay, I've just plucked that out of the <laughs> ear, <end>, but anyway... <laughs> Okay, so those two feeling and decision get planted into the subconscious and it stays there to be triggered off time and time and time again. So all of a sudden you might be driving along feeling great and then you see an accident on the side of the road which triggers off a memory. The memory goes in, all of a sudden you're feeling all these horrible feelings and can't understand where they come from. Well, it's gone in, dug out that memory and mm. brought that back to you. So it's the, the MACE therapy is about clearing that energy so that you can move forward and you don't keep attracting the same outcomes in your life. Mm.
0: Kind of like driving a car, but that's like more a positive one. So like when you're driving a car and you're like, oh, I don't remember how I got here. You kind of like just your subconscious has taken
1: over a little bit perfect perfect example driving a car so you know how you get in you start to drive I can't do this I'll never learn but you go and you go and you go until eventually you drive that easy you think to you, I forgot I did it automatic that's a positive we don't want to remove positives we only want to look at negatives that's affecting your life Um, Okay, another one that's a really good one and it's an interesting one is um, a course I did on boundaries. It's actually about your backyard. If you can imagine having a fence around your backyard and anything inside that fence is your responsibility and anything outside your fence isn't. So we cover things in life that you're responsible for but it also covers areas of, do you ever find yourself saying Yes to something you really don't want to do. Mm, so, I bound- think a lot of
0: people can relate to that. Like. Yeah.
1: So, boundaries are covering when saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. So, for instance, just say that. Um, I've been asked to babysit and I really don't want to do it but I feel guilty and I should so I say okay but I don't really want to do it there's a boundary I've just crossed it and you know what when I go off to mind that little child that child will most probably feel the energy the parent will feel the energy so you know what it's better in life to be honest and sit with your boundaries and really say yes when you mean yes and be there 100% and no when you mean no
0: Yeah, and I find as well when when you say what you actually mean by yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no, people actually respect you a lot more and and like they won't push or cross over. Like sometimes when you're like, oh, I don't know, that people feel and understand that energy so they kind of push you where if you're just like, no, I don't want to, people are like, oh, okay, no worries, I respect
1: that. That's a really good point, Tali, because in this workshop worldwide, they say it is known that people that stand by their boundaries are much more respected and loved than people that give the opposite and you can again tell it because of the energy Mm. okay um the brain and how it works wow there's so many topics that I can cover in this self-talk what you say about yourself self-image the pictures you create in your mind values what you really love and comfort zone stepping out to create change so many of us don't and won't step out of comfort zones because the feelings that we feel are so overwhelming that we'll go back into the old patterns what's kind of that thing sometimes people
0: say like it's better the devil you know or I guess like for comfort zones it's like it's easier to just go along and complain than to actually step out and do something different and see what happens I mean you can think about all the what could go wrong but what about like what could go right I love that
1: saying nobody looks at that do that they all go oh no 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 they'd rather be in the what they don't what they know than what they don't know. Mm.
0: So Pauline, some of the other great ideas that I've heard other people do, and I'm sure you've read every absolute self-help book or listened to every podcast or YouTube that there is out there. Can you give everyone listening some great um, authors or um, people that you've really grasped a lot of your
1: knowledge from? Yeah, sure. Great idea, Talia. Okay, so John Bradshaw is most probably one of the older ones, but the family system, that is a must. If you can get on and start to do any workshops on him or learn anything about the family system, you will grow massively and get so much understanding about yourself. Um, Greg Braden, fantastic. You can get him on YouTube all the time. Dr. Michael Rice is another one I highly recommend. Joe Dispenza. Love him. We all know Joe. (laughs) Yeah, he's a good one. Joe's a really good modern one. Bruce Lipton, he's also fantastic. Um, He's an internationally recognized leader in bridging the gap between science and spirit. So there's just a few, but you know, once you start looking and Googling, you'll find ones yourself that you get attracted to. You'll see a, a heading and think, that sounds good. I want to hear more about that or I want to learn about that. And then you can work on whatever suits you more so than what's been recommended to you
0: yeah another one I really love is Louise Hayes like I just think she's got some great stuff out there too so definitely check her out if you haven't heard of her before
1: or even her book Talia where you can look at the feelings and the emotions and really relate to what you're going through if you Mm. have that feeling you can go or that injury or that sickness you can go wow that makes sense to me that's what I'm feeling at the moment and it matches the physical and the emotional Um, So I suppose I could say, finishing off from here, the more passion I found in what I was doing, the more I grew, the more knowledge I wanted. There's a really famous saying for me that I love, and it's knowledge creates understanding, understanding creates healing, and healing creates wisdom and growth. Mm, That is nice. Okay so from there forward I started to teach over the next 30 years from all my experience and my studies and I started to put into my teaching the things that work best for me over all my areas of life that I've learned. I'd pick and take pieces, well that was brilliant, that was brilliant and what worked for me and put them into the workshops and I find they're very successful with me training today.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's what you've got to take with everything that you do learn. I mean, some things are going to work better for certain people and some things are going to work not so good for certain people. So you've just got to pick and choose what works for you and and take it on. But Pauline, you have so much knowledge in just an absolute ray of areas, making you the perfect person to help us guide us through this journey, which brings me to today's topic. Today, I really want to dive into career or some people might even like to call it like their life purpose. But Lately, I've really realized how many people are in a nine to five job that they absolutely hate when I believe we're in an ever changing world with more options than ever before to do what you love and earn while you're doing it. So Pauline has created some exercises that can narrow down your dream career or life purpose, but um, we're not going to dive into that just yet. First, Pauline, I want to ask you, why do you think people stay in a job that they dislike?
1: Firstly, paying the bills. How many are guilty of staying in a job for paying the bills? Yeah. So easy. Money coming in. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't like it, but at least I'm getting money. Yeah, there's a few
0: people out here say that a lot. Like, I've just got to do it to pay the bills. Exactly.
1: Okay, second habit. You stay there because you're so used to it. It's something you can do with your eyes closed. You don't have to think about it. You're not being challenged. So therefore, it's easy even though you don't like it. Mm limited skills that comes up quite regular i'd like to be this or do that but i don't have the skills i can't go to uni so anything to do with skills that they can't afford or they can't get in or they're not clever enough Mm -hmm. and what parent parents did i find is a really big one that you know parents in the old day expected you to take over their businesses their farms their so a lot of kids kept working on what their family wanted rather than what their passion was so I'd say that's a big one or even you find say my mum was a teacher and I become a teacher it's just you do the norm of what was done what you learnt.
0: so why do you think it's important for you to do what you love Pauline
1: okay fulfillment is a big one when you're doing what you love you feel so fulfilled productive it is so productive it inspires you you feel successful and you actually are really happy enjoying your career must be a priority. You spend most of your days at work. So important to be doing something you love. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example, Talia. Um, You're going off to work. You actually have a job that isn't really creative. You don't really like it. It's quite mundane and boring. Um, And sometimes a lot of stress with it. When you come home that night, how do you come in the door?
0: Well, I can only imagine I'd come home pretty grumpy and just like drained. Like you wouldn't have energy. You'd used all your energy because... You're doing something you don't want to do, so you've had to like focus more on on doing it because it's not coming naturally, I guess.
1: Okay, so now we're going to send you off to do a job that you love, that you're creative and you're passionate, and even at the end of the day, oh, I want to do a bit more, I want to do a bit more. How do you come in? in your energy when you come home. I feel like
0: I'd just be so energized. Like I would actually have more energy because like if you're doing what you love, it it just comes natural sort of thing. And it's just, therefore you're getting more energy doing what you love. So you'd be like happy and excited
1: and yeah. Mm. Okay. So we'll just give one more example. Husband or wife, it doesn't matter. Woman or man, we'll use the husband for the experiment. He goes off to work. He doesn't really like what he's doing. He has a stressful day. He's, even if he's earning really good money, he comes home. What's he like when he fronts the wife and the children?
0: Yeah, I guess when you put it like that as well, how much it's going to affect the family, like being grumpy and, you know, not having the energy to to be with the kids
1: or to help the wife or whatever it is in the case. Okay, but he's come home from this job that he loves, he's passionate about, it's creative for him. Maybe money's not as good, but what is he coming the door to his wife and his children like? Yeah, they're going to see a big difference, I would assume. Exactly. So, this is a must why you must love your job.
0: So, that brings us to finding your fulfillment in your job or your career, or as some people might even want to call it, life purpose. For me, I'm someone that, you know, I've known since a really young age that I wanted to be an actor and be, you know, on TV and do those sort of things. But I definitely know there's a lot of people out there that kind of say, oh, well, even if I did leave this job, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I want to do. So, Like I mentioned earlier, Pauline has created an exercise that we're going to go through. So are you happy to jump into that one, Pauline? You read the questions and I'll give my answers for everyone to hear. Yep, I'm ready to go, Talia. Perfect. So there will be a PDF copy on our Facebook group that we would love you all to download and you can answer the questions for yourself in the, in the safety of your own home as well, which is great. If you're organized, you may have printed it already and you can follow along. Otherwise, just stay tuned and listen to our answers and that way you can understand the questions and possibly give you an idea or two. So
1: take it away, Pauline. Okay, number one, make a list of five unique, special characteristics, a feature you have, that you like about yourself?
0: Okay, so for me, I like that I give everything a go. Um, I'm committed. Number three, I'm loyal. Four,
1: I put persistent. And for five, I put confident. Number two, now make a list of five ways that you enjoy expressing these characteristics.
0: So for giving everything a go, I love learning new topics and skills. For committed, I'm my daily motivation and my exercising. Number three, loyal, I love helping people. Number four, being persistent, I'm constantly meeting new people. And number five, confident, I love public speaking and acting. Great characteristics, Talia.
1: Now write a brief statement of your vision of your perfect world. For me, it'd be being able to act and teach. Okay, write a sentence in the following form using items that you've selected from above. So for instance, my life purpose is choose from list one, giving everything a go, To use my Choose From List 2. Helping people. To create Use From List 3. Being able to act and teach. What is it that you would love to be able to do if you could choose anything you wanted to do?
0: To be a well-known actor and use my name to teach and help coach others' dreams
1: into reality. Mm, That's really nice, Talia. Yeah. After looking at your above answers, describe what you feel you could be your life purpose. Bringing people's dreams to reality. And what changes could you make now in your life to begin practicing this life purpose? I think
0: I need to branch out more, which obviously brings me to my passion project, which is Dreams First Reality.
1: Funny that. Yeah. How could you begin to put your life purpose into action?
0: For me, I think it all comes down to my self-talk. So there's probably more negative self-talk going on for myself than positive self-talk. So that's something I could definitely work on.
1: Fabulous. And lastly, write a list of what you would like to heal and change in your life and ask the universe for healing and guidance.
0: So that's just something for you at home that you can answer in your own time if you like. The other thing that I've also asked Pauline to do is bring in her exercise when she completed it for herself when she first created this. So Pauline, I'm now going to jump in and ask you the questions just to give our listeners some other ideas and options of what, how you've answered these questions. So happy to jump in?
1: Sure am. Make a list of five unique characteristics that you like about yourself. I'm loving, a good listener, creative, take action and knowledgeable.
0: And now make a list of five ways that you enjoy expressing these characteristics.
1: Helping people, running workshops, sharing my knowledge, public speaking and self-help groups. Now write a brief statement
0: of your vision of your perfect world.
1: My vision would be for everyone to have knowledge, understanding and awareness to create a harmonious and peaceful life. That's nice. (laughs) Okay, so write a sentence in
0: the following form. My life purpose is, from list one, to use my knowledge, to use my from list two, run workshops, to create from list three, a harmonious world full of love. What is it that you would love to be able to do if you could choose anything you wanted to do?
1: Spread the knowledge that I've learned over the years to others that are searching for something different in their lives, just like I was. Yeah, nice. After looking at your above answers, describe what you feel could be
0: your life purpose. Life coach, spiritual healer. What changes could you make now in your life to begin practicing this life purpose? Step out of my comfort zone to learn public speaking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you love that. And yep. how could you begin to
1: put the life purpose into action? Make a podcast about my journey. So guys, please be patient with me because I'm new at this. <laughs> this is stepping out of my comfort zone from workshops to coming out there to talking to all you guys. Good on you for <laughs> getting
0: out there and getting out of your comfort zone. So now everyone has an idea of what their life purpose could be. How do you suggest getting out of the rat race and into your purpose?
1: Okay, to step out the rat race, number one, set some new goals, guys. Yep. Number two, step out of your comfort zone, understand yourself, talk, and your self image, and how it's holding you back.
0: Yeah, 100%. I agree with all of them. And they're all kind of scary at first. Like Stepping out of your comfort zone can be quite scary. But once you've stepped out, then you feel so much better. And it's just kind of like riding a bike. It's easier to keep pedaling than it is to kind of slam on the brakes. That's how I look at it as getting out of your comfort zone. So today I want to finish up with a weekly challenge, reverting back to that last question of how you could put your life purpose into action. Mine was self-talk. So my challenge for me this week is going to be saying five positive things in the morning to the mirror to myself and five positive things in the mirror to myself at night. Next week's topic is all about self-talk and self-image. So if you're wanting to know more, definitely stay tuned. We're going to dive into that and do some more exercises so you can find out what self talks going on for you. As I mentioned earlier, Pauline's exercises is available on our Facebook group. Please feel free to share your answers. We would love to see all your wonderful journeys and your challenges you've made for yourself or how you even went with the exercises.
1: I'm also happy, Tali, to answer any questions. So do head to the Facebook group, Dreams vs Reality, and I'll be happy to answer any questions and answers that you need answering. Perfect. Let us know anything or any other topics you would love us to cover
0: and how your challenge went. Other than that, stay motivated and remember your dreams can be your reality. Bye for now.